0: Now, can you see me now? Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you all for joining. Um, Catherine is going to take care of all things admin, so she's going to be there. Welcome to an exciting Monday morning. Before we get started, happy Mother's Day to some amazing mothers out there. Um, So lots of great mothers out there. I don't care what the fathers say about you guys. You guys are all great in my book. Um, Catherine's going to keep an eye, just make sure everyone... uh, joins here as we kind of get started Um, before I introduce our amazing um, expert here in a second uh, just want to know if I could just get everyone just to let us know where you're from like what what industry are you in where you are you from across the world or um, Southwest Northeast Calgary what have you Uh, you want to throw that stuff in that would be great and go from there um and while that is happening if you do you guys do have questions and stuff like that as we're continuing the conversation today please know that you can definitely uh, put those in and then Catherine will make sure we get a hold of some of that stuff uh, as well and just kind of chat with you guys there. It's really going to be action-packed with so much stuff that's been happening with uh, layoffs and people are thinking about doing another job or they're thinking about what is next for them. So we really kind of wanted to get the mindset to the right place this week around uh, how should people be thinking when it comes to a career search or anything like that, um, if that makes sense. Okay, so while that stuff is all happening, please uh, welcome to another edition of Monday Mindset. I would love to introduce my co-host this morning, um, and she will be judging me based on how I pronounce her name uh, today, so a little bit of an inside joke on that. Um, and uh, I really wanted to introduce you to Raman uh, Chohan. Uh, work, uh, now, she has worked as an HR generalist and a specialist and a leader, um, which she has taught how to be vital when it comes to find and retaining and enriching lives of people when it comes to an organization. Um, Raman also believes that the human side of a business is their greatest aspect because sometimes we do forget that. That's a big part of that as well. And so Raman has worked with many amazing organizations organization, Including WestJet, which is where we met. She is the founder and principal of Talentera, and also my co-host uh, this morning. Raman, welcome. Anything I missed out? How did I do with your name?
1: You did fantastic. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Monday morning. We're gonna we're gonna hit this week running. Good to see everybody.
0: Excellent. How excited are you? How excited are you for this morning, Ramen?
1: I am super excited. Good, good. <laughs> um, we've been talking about this topic for you, Christopher, and I've been talking about this topic for weeks now. And so to be able to come on here, share some knowledge and insight, and answer questions, and start off Monday on the right foot, um, it's it's a feel good moment. So I'm excited to spend this time with everyone.
0: Perfect. And before I forget, um, you will be sticking around as well. Maybe the after about 10, 15 minutes or so, just some from additional questions if that's okay. Cause I think sometimes people like to get really specific at that point as to, you know, maybe some of their questions that's personal for them and go from there. So Rama without delay, cause we only really have 30 minutes here. And we want to kind of get right into it. Um, when we think about mindset, we, we constantly are talking about how do we think? How do we pivot the way we think about certain things? And when it comes to career and job search specifically, you know, what is the mindset that people should kind of be pivoting to? What is one thing that they need to know when doing a job search?
1: You know, in this day and age and the times that we're in with social media, the one thing that we really need to concentrate on is our personal brand. I know it sounds like a bit of a buzzword, but it's really about you and who you are. And, you know, now is the time to actually create your personal brand if you haven't done so and um, through your career search um, and put it out there while companies are taking a pause, working, looking at relaunching and reviewing their strategy and their workforce plan in terms of how they're going to adjust and move forward. So they have that time to look for stellar candidates um, that stand out, that they can get to know before they actually meet in person and get a feel of, of your brand and your story.
0: And so what do you mean by because we're we're here for business, and I think it's it's common to understand your business brand. You know, how do you want to show up in the world? How does Apple show? How does WestJet show up? Right, fun, friendly, and caring. You know, that is their brand. There's different things that's going on uh, for that. And just to be clear, this. Uh, Monday Mindset Meeting has not been sponsored by WestJet. However, if they do like to send us a sponsor check, I'm okay with that too. Um, But it's just, we, we understand that brand, right? We can recognize that. And so when you say personal brand, what does that mean exactly? I mean, like from a recruiting standpoint, is that something you guys specifically look for?
1: Yes. The managers and hiring managers um, look for your brand or who you are before they actually want to meet you. Um, There is, you know, the stats are outstanding. So number one, the personal brand, when you look at personal brand, it's really no different than than your company brand or like Apple or Nike or WestJet. It's about your product and your expertise and your passion that you're actually, you're putting out there, right? And so there's a, third of employees, when you, you know you do your research and you look up the facts, a third of employees mentioned that they're unlikely to interview candidates that don't have any online presence or don't show their brand. Um, and so that's an astounding number. Um, you, yeah. Of
0: that, before right? they even met the person, like they were. Before will...
1: they've even met the person. So it's, um, it's huge. Um, and they look for the online presence and getting to know you, um, what you're out there, what your personal brand actually supports if it's in line with the organization's missions and values and their own purpose. Mm -hmm. It supports in business development as well, right? So they're really looking for what the, the the question that it really answers is, how it differentiates you and what makes you unique that you should be working for their organization okay. and it's no different than creating your own business plan because when we're when as entrepreneurs we're looking at our businesses and saying what makes us unique why should they why should my client use our services mm-hmm. versus my competitor's services and that's exactly how it is for your personal brand look at like we don't i'm not saying we should be over a, Winfrey or Richard Branson, but it's your story. Or Kyle Kalu, right? Yeah. Or Kyle Kalu, or... <laughs> christopher lawrence or you hey know.
0: let's let's not bring up his name okay <laughs> let's not bring up his name but let Where me just is he <laughs> right he's on here but let's just go back to something that you said so it's not that you need to hide your personal profiles and stuff like that because it sounds like what you said if you have no presence then that's concerning so you want to actually show your linkedin or whatever you're using facebook or whatever but it's just how do you want to present it if it's public right i think you know know I have a private Facebook account, I have a public, you know, account when it comes to that. Is that what you're saying is whatever they search for and can see, does it say or show something that is unique about you? Is that what you're saying?
1: Exactly. And who you are authentically and what you bring to their table to contribute to the problems that you're going to help them solve with your unique skill set and your competencies. So you're going to be creating your story in terms of what helps you stand out. 43% 43% of employers actually even check their own employees online presence because it's brand oh. right? And so, um, it, it, you know, you have to create, you can, you have a choice, you can turn around and you can create your personal brand organically, um, or you can, you know, there, there's a little bit of chaos with doing that, or you can take control of it and show, the, show folks out there in terms of, you know, what story you want to show them about you and your unique skill set through the social media channels that you want. I have a private Facebook account as well. That's totally my choice, but my Instagram for my organization or for myself um, and LinkedIn, they're all public. So people can notice through search, right? 43% of um, organizations turn around and also look at your LinkedIn profile social media presence before even screening. Um, you as a candidate for a telephone interview so the stats are pretty real out there and it also supports you in networking we all hear that networking lands you jobs so what are you putting out there in terms of your brand for networking um, the numbers again are astounding 85% of folks are organizations out there um, hire people that they know or they feel that they can trust and that's exactly what your personal brand does right mm-hmm. um you put content honest authentic content out there they build a relationship with you through social media and they feel they can trust the words the, the, the stuff that you're putting out there, based on what they're reading or what they're hearing or what they're seeing so um the numbers are are, are huge. And if I even use myself as an example, my last three organizations that I worked for before starting Talentera Inc., they were all through, I didn't apply for any of them. I, it was all through networking and folks that I've worked for in the past, as well as leaders that I've worked for. So um, real live examples
0: wow and And so you mentioned networking, so the personal brand and the networking. so if someone is out there now saying, "Hey, I want to change up a job, I want to look for another job." you know what are some of those things that they can do um, to get themselves you know uh, above the competition because everyone's going for the same job, and everyone's trying to do the exact same thing. So what else can they do?
1: So especially during these times, right? Um there are so many layoffs that 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 have happened. Um, people are looking for the same jobs or whatnot. And so it's really about figuring out what differentiates you, what is in your skill sets, your competencies, your personalities, and your accomplishments and the results that you've delivered in your past um, roles. How are you gonna put that out there so that the right people see that information, are reading that information Mm -hmm. with interest and engagement, and um, wanting to connect with you. And through creating those connections, whether, you know, you do it in a very genuine way um, through LinkedIn or whatnot, it starts conversations that can lead to face-to-face meetings either on Zoom or coffees when, when we everything COVID lifts, right? So right. Um, it really engages, your story really engages on online presence and networking.
0: Okay. And let's just shift a little bit because we have quite a few business owners here as well and people who are running business who are, you know, recruiting, right? So they, they're they always looking for, well, I hear that quite common about um, a common question from my clients around saying, how do I recruit the best fit? You know, how do I make sure? Because they spend all this time, effort and money in recruiting. And sometimes there's that saying around, you know, um, hire slow and fire fast, which I don't agree with, but what I'm saying is they they're really spending a lot of time and money recruiting the right fit. Like if you had to speak to those employers, what would you say when they're looking for the ideal candidate as far as what is a great brand, a personal brand, or something that they would want that is um, going to move their business forward? What would you say to them?
1: So it's really important to you know when you're working on your personal brand as well. It it aligns exactly with. An organization, in terms of when you create your strategy, right? When you're looking at your business plan, you're creating your strategy. You're really looking at the tone of your organization, what the culture of your organization is, and what type of folks um, fit into into that culture and into the fit um, and into the technical competencies even um, that you're looking for within that organization. And so, once you have those defined. that tone is going to go out into the market when you're selling your product, right? Let's look at Nike, you know, let's look at Apple, let's look at WestJet, right? WestJet used to have, or still has a very fun feel to it, very customer driven. We're going to engage you through having fun with each other and telling jokes on the front lines, right? And so those are the types of talent they're attracting because that's the voice and the brand that they're putting out through their social media networks. And so that is attracting candidates that are aligned with that brand. And then they insert that into their interview process. Recruitment is costly, right? It takes your time away from your business. It's overhead costs. Then you're bringing the individual in, you're training them, you're onboarding them. And in any given role, it can take up to three to six months for an individual to be fully functional depending on on the level that they're at within an organization. And so really inserting those types, that tone and those questions that really fit into your culture through the interview process and the reference checking process um, will ensure that you're hiring the right person. So you're actually really defining from a business standpoint, this is what my business looks like. This is the tone. This is the type of person that's really going to fit into the culture that we are establishing here or have established here. And then you're going to filter that right into your recruitment process, and that's going to include your purpose, your vision, your values, your mission, um, and the goals that you know you want to you're, you've set for your organization.
0: I love that, Raman. and we could talk so much more about that. Only because I see that's quite common, right? We're in business. They say, "Hey, I want a go-getter. I, we want to recruit a go-getter, the person going to go, go, go." And then they hire the go-getter and say, "Oh, yeah, don't do that." <laughs> right and so you have to be really clear if you are looking for this type of person the behavior the you know the things that they're going to deliver on then you have to make sure your company supports that in the environment and as well as the questions that you're asking in the recruiting Uh, in the interview actually supports that as well, right? So if you're truly looking for someone to work independently, is there an opportunity for them to work independently, right? Or if you're really looking for someone who's going to follow instructions, follow directions, then you're going to look for that. Because then if I'm the person who, hey, I just want, give me a blank page and I'll work on it. And, but you're saying, no, no, we need someone who doesn't do that. We need someone who's not about creativity. We want someone who's going to follow instructions. Then I will know as a candidate, that's not for me. That's kind of what you're saying, right?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, it's it doesn't only end there as well, right? Once you brought the employee into the organization, um, it's really about engaging them right Mm -hmm. and so you know we always sometimes organizations really struggle with employee engagement well a lot of organizations actually do Mm -hmm. but how do you engage your clients as a business
0: okay they're
1: no different
0: yeah speaking of engagement because this is something that christopher and i we talk quite often when it comes to the emotions right because we know how people are motivated and motivated differently for different things but how do you what would you suggest to a business owner or employer when it's dealing with the emotions right now, like with everything that's going on, how, how should they best deal with the emotions of an employee going up or down? Cause some people are like, Hey, COVID is just another day. Let me just go through it. Some people are like doom and gloom. Some people are like, I don't know what to think and feel like based on what we were just talking about. How do you actually help them with the emotions from the employer side? And what about the employee side? What can you do to speak to them as well?
1: Sure. And so, you know, my motto is always keep things human, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we put that human into the element and we, you know, think about our feelings, you know, sit down and reflect on how you're feeling. If you're feeling a certain way, your employees are going to be feeling that certain way too, right? Right, And so, communication and transparency is key for engagement during these times, right? keep the communication lines open, help, you know, answer the questions that your employees need to hear. Let them know and keep it consistent, right? Update them frequently, keep it transparent, keep it honest. Mm -hmm. Um, And you'll find that employees understand, right? During these times, during COVID or any hard times, it's all about the employee experience. And once you start, step into their, their shoes or recognize how even you're feeling and what you would want to know during these times, um, you're going to keep your employees engaged. And when, you know, as we relaunch um, slowly, you know, employers are going to start recalling employees back and how you have treated them during these times is really right. going to reflect on how they're going to come back to the organization and how engaged and productive they're going to be. Not to mention their loyalty, which is
0: engagement, right? I love that. Okay, let's take some questions. Anyone in the chat? I see some great chat there just about, you know, um, your personal brand is about is like a marketing strategy, right? How do you want to present yourself? How do you want to market out there? So great information there, Michelle. Thank you so much for that. Um, While you guys are thinking about some questions to ask um, uh, Raman and I here, uh, one of the things I'm curious about, Raman, what do you have coming up? Because, you know, we want to be able to kind of summarize, and, and we've been talking a while about this, so that's almost like a leading question I just gave you there. But what, what do you have coming up for folks who wanted to do some additional things with you?
1: You know, we're so excited. We've been working on this initiative for, for quite a, for a few weeks now. And so mm-hmm. Kyle, Christopher, and I have partnered up, and we are doing um, a love it or leave it a career and entrepreneurship webinar and it's tomorrow at noon and we're going to be really diving into details around um, you know motivational maps um, and whether you how are you going to love your career whether you're going to love your career leave it um, or love your job and I'll be t- talking about all things career search. So we delved a little bit into um, personal branding, but we'll be covering the entire cycle from how your personal brand is woven through your um, social media channels, your elevator pitch, um, your do- your professional documents, and how it really makes you stand out and get hired through the process. And then joining Kyle, if, if you've decided that you're, you're like us um, and me since last year, and you're gonna open up your own your own firm or your business, um, Kyle's going to help you set that up for you. I know that Kyle supported me and um, it's been amazing so far. So we're pretty excited. And if you can, please do join us.
0: Yeah, there's a link there as well. Uh, I think Christopher had a question uh, from someone who couldn't join this morning. Um, Christopher, what's your question there?
2: Hi team, it's Christopher. Actually, I always just like to get a little bit of airtime so that I can banter with Kyle a little bit and cut him down at the knees. As you all know, he's not really a good on the inside. On the deep core of his heart, there's not much. Uh,
0: your question, please. Thank you.
2: So actually, um, Yvonne, who normally joins us on this, she's had some technical issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sent me a message this morning saying that she she couldn't make it, but she did have a question. So mm-hmm. she says that. Uh, one of the things that she would love to learn how to do is to keep staff on track without policing them. So, Raman, she would like to know from you in your, you know, know, 20, 40, 60-plus years of experience, how do you keep (laughs) staff on track uh, without policing them?
1: (laughs) Oh, 60 years. You've really aged me there, Christopher. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say I have 10 years of experience. (laughs) With 60 years of wisdom, is that something that I can say? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's
2: awesome. Um,
1: So, how do you keep your employees on track without policing them? I am such um, a non supporter, if that's a word of policing. That is not the way we do HR or management, right? And a lot of that is, you know, set out um, your expectations on the onset and Focus on your conversations in terms of your values and what 's important um, and what you 're expecting from from your team and build it on trust um, and have that open communication and transparency with them right and so um, that 's in a nutshell what I would be recommending and if Yvonne has specifics, um, do feel ask her to reach out to me i 'm more than happy to you know just have that conversation with her but um, to keep them on tra- track, it's really about transparency. And if they are not on track, just have that conversation with them, right? It's it's a two-way street. So Yeah.
0: Uh, the other thing, too, Christopher, what I find that's nosy, and, and everyone else who's kind of listening when we talk about, if you feel that you need to police your people, there's a lot of things that's happening that requires policing. Sometimes that could be an indicator that you may not have defined policies or processes or, um, or the environment may not be set up that way, right? Because then... It, you find that people, if, if you say, hey, we want creativity, we want innovation, we want all those things, even within that, you kind of have to have an environment and certain parameters that allows for that, right? I often use the story of being at McDonald's for a long time. When you drive up to a McDonald's drive-thru, you don't say, oh, before I order, uh, is Johnny working today? Because he makes the best burgers. No, because what McDonald's has done is they've had checklists, they have a process, they have procedures that it doesn't matter who's doing it, right? Johnny or Susie That we're going to hear about, sorry, not Susie Bell, but Susie, we're going to hear more about in our webinar. is doing it because there's clear structure and processes. Not for everyone, because I, I understand that there's a few people out there that has roles and positions in their jobs that they need that type of creativity and innovation. That's great. But I find if you if you feel that you have to police, something is not clear, either the expectations, either the policies, procedures, and that may be an, understand, uh, an opportunity to define those. And exactly, Raman, what you said, it's based on trust, right? If I don't trust you, uh, who is a leader, you're representing your organization. uh, That's a problem, right? Because you notice when people talk about their their manager, they're usually blaming the organization, right? They're usually saying, well, this company and this, and these leaders or owners, you are that brand for your company, right? So they're not going out there and saying, you know, Christopher this and Shelly this and Catherine this, right? It's more about what is that interaction with them. All right. Um, any other questions Uh, I'm gonna do a quick little wrap-up here if you need to get a hold of ramen um, Catherine's just gonna put some of her information out there so that way you can reach out to her if you haven't signed up um, how much is the love it or leave it uh, webinar about a thousand
1: bucks it's free
0: with your discount, it's free. Okay, fantastic. So it's a great way to connect and also give people information. Like That's really what it's about. And I think right now with a lot of confusion for people, that's the main thing. So like we, we've heard um, with a lot of folks when it comes to the mindset of your career search or people who are on the other side, they're searching for career. It's about being really clear with what you're looking for making sure your brand represents you, right? So if you come across as you're telling people that, You're a team player. Does your brand speaks about team playing, right? Does, if you talk about innovation and creativity, is your brand speaking that to employers because that's what they're looking for. And then for the employer side, it's really more about be clear with your brand as an organization and make sure the people you join that join the company has that information as well. Because at the end of the day, if you are depicting that your organization is supposed to be a certain way, but you're recruiting different people that goes against that, this is how we could have that rub, right? Any final thoughts? Did I miss anything there, Raman?
1: You've covered it.
0: Excellent. Um, And like I said, folks, there's lots of different things we have coming up uh, for the holidays. Um, Much to my protest, Christopher will be back again uh, next week. Uh, We're going to try to keep it fun. Um, He wants to bring the fun back. I don't know exactly what that is. I think him and Catherine conspired and put all that stuff together so i am going to be as shocked next week as anyone else to see what that's going to be like so we want to be joined and then for the last part of uh may the 25th we do have amanda hess who's going to really talk about uh the afterlife of netflix is there such a thing as afterlife after netflix i don't know because i got some really good shows out of the way so we're really going to be excited to to see that as well Your feedback is always great for us to do that. Christopher, because we have just a minute or so left before we go to the outro to come back, uh, what exactly are we going to be doing next week?
2: You and I? Well, actually, Kyle, like we said, we're talking about how we have fun. So I'd actually (laughs) like to have Raman come back and be the co-host and I'll be the host. And maybe you can just be a participant. (laughs) i'm game (laughs)
0: where's the mute how do i mute all (laughs) here
2: yeah you know what i think we're just going to find reasons to laugh and you know those of you who know the relationship i have with kyle know that it's that you know it's been long and dark and sorted it's a long dark sorted history so maybe just for fun we'll share some of that um and then you'll understand why we um love to hate
0: each other so much it's funny because usually i say partnering in a business is not usually a good idea however we've we've seen to find a way to make that work so um guys, (laughs) guys thank you so much great comments there karen around you know you know the pivoting with the you know Uh, thinking about your personal brand, um, when we talk about, you know, getting a job. And here's the thing, it's the same recipe when finding clients, right? And we'll we'll definitely uh, host something on a Monday Mindset on that as well. So definitely stay tuned. And like I said, guys, before, please know uh, we're going to do a quick little outro. We're going to come back for those who wanted to to stick around a little bit and uh, ask some more questions or getting, or just listen because there's quite a few people who want to be able to listen as well uh, to the conversation as we continue it. Thank you so much. I wish you all a great and a blessed um, week this week, and uh, take care of yourself. welcome back Ramen. thank you so much let's unmute you <laughs> uh thank you so much and thank everyone for sticking around and some great comments there uh anyone has any questions uh on that thank you karen um i kind of like the little commercial action thing there too just it actually it gets me really motivated I mean I don't know if everyone knows this but I think most people know I'm a big fan of getting into my peak state by listening to music or watching people sing and stuff like that um but make no mistake I have the voice of a for someone to sing in the shower I have great concerts in the shower like if it is like standing O when I'm singing in, in the shower but um so I, I really like that that motivation piece of it. So, um, Raman, how was it for you?
1: Oh, good. I hope it was valuable information for everyone. Happy to answer questions. Good.
0: Yeah, we have uh, quite a few people on WestJet here as well that was following and stuff like that. So it's, it's interesting to to see the, the change and the shifts and what has been working over time and stuff like that. Um, Christopher, do you have something to say since you unmute yourself? or?
2: Well, I mean, if you need something to say, I always have something to say. Kyle, actually, in Raman, I, Raman, I have an interesting question for you. Um, I'm sure that in your experience, you have seen uh, uh, plenty of organizations go through massive change, right? And and so I'm curious from your perspective, you know, I think, you know, nine eleven would be an example of this, you know, where things were shut down for a while. Certainly, this is very different and also very... Um, uh, you know, very extended in terms of timelines and getting things up and running. And what I'm hearing a lot from some of my clients right now is that they themselves are kind of losing faith in, in, you know, believing in their organization's ability to navigate this or, you know, they're, you know, they're struggling to kind of get on board with fast change. And I'm really curious how you might respond to that with your experience.
1: Yeah, you know, um, Calafé has been going through this thing, downturn thing since, I don't know how long we can remember, right? And so, you know, between, you know, for me, it was rapid change through an environment where, you know, budgets were getting cut um, and, you know, teams, you know, you're letting go. And that's all you're doing without recruiting anybody. And so, you know, in those times, it's really about your team and your leadership. Um and the, those around you to stay motivated. And um, if you're having a hard time looking through it, just pull out that business plan, right? And pull out that strategy and talk to Kyle because he's helped me with mine. And, you know, it, it'll, how do you pivot during these times um, to meet needs? You've worked really, really, really hard on your on your business. Now is not the time to lose that motivation regardless of what's happening, right? And so, um you've worked hard, don't lose out now. And the, the advice that we've really been giving everyone is bring your team together, whether it be in Zoom and pivot and create, um, create and bring them into the strategy, right? Um, and it will, once your team comes together, ideas form, you have brainstorming sessions, ideas form, and it really helps to pivot and create that energy. Um, and brings everybody on board in terms of we have a collective vision and we have a goal that we're moving towards. Let's do this, and it helped, right? In two organizations that I've worked in, it, it's really helped move things forward. And you know, we practice gratitude, right? And um, and so once that plan is in place, the team gets reset, and you and you move forward. So,
0: yeah, I like that, Roman. And Sir, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So the other thing I like with that too is your team is quite innovative, right? They really are. When you bring them together, that's where you'll, they'll, they see it at a different level. And sometimes I find, you know, business owners or other folks who are leading do look at a different level. And so when you can bring people in and let them know, I know we did that in our organization by saying, listen, we don't know what this looks like. 95% of our business was front facing right like it was just dealing with people front facing one to one kind of coming in and so we had to pivot as well but we include the organization we said we don't know what it looks like you know how does this look you know what is the next payroll going to be like what are all those things but we include them in that conversation to hear some additional ideas and we start to say how can we pivot i mean i don't even know what the number is i don't know if Christopher knows but i think we had like 40 plus ideas of things we could do and also do and that came from the team right? Of, you know, there's another idea, there's another idea. So, you know, I think when you involve your team in that type of conversation is a big part of that as well, because you just don't know, just let them know. And if you have to make some tough decisions, they're going to know where it came from, because you've included them in the process, right? And there's something about being vulnerable with your team to do that. Excellent.
1: Another point when you're, sorry, when, when, another point when you're going through the whole brainstorming Always keep in mind with your team when they're at the table with you, no bad idea, no idea is a bad idea, right? And so just let whatever comes onto the board and then figure things out later. Because once you have that moment where everyone's brainstorming and you said, oh, no, not that or let's park that or right, that creative flow gets distracted. right? Mm -hmm. And so when you're coming up with those ideas, no idea is a bad idea and you can filter it out later. Sorry I interrupted you.
0: No, that's okay. I I like that because let's be honest, there are some bad ideas, but I I don't think in that moment is what you're saying is to tell someone because that will shut someone down. And here's the thing, there are certain styles that people want to think out loud, so they talk it right? So they have to talk through it. And so you want to be able to do that. And that's not the place to do the devil's advocate, right? It's really just allow people to kind of get through. Uh, I want to shift over to uh, John's uh, question here. Uh, his comment was more on how do you up your recruiting game uh, when your company's in a, or your industry is in a period with COVID-19 obviously being a big factor, changing the game there. Um, but how do you make sure you're able to change that and still recruit? Because, you know, it, in his environment, it's really about travel and tourism as well. Right.
1: Mm. And so how you, you know, there's a lot of talent, um, out there. And again, it's really about looking at your organization and what fits within your organization. And, you know, there's a lot of organizations during these times that actually turn around and say, how do we restructure? Because there's a lot of good talent on the market. Mm -hmm. And so really identify, um, who and what it is that you are looking for when you're looking at your business plan, who fits on your team right now, whether you're looking at a restructuring or you want to bring new talent on board because there is so much good talent out there right now that may not actually be going through a good employee experience with their own employer and reach out right um you know you can reach out through linkedin um, if you know their story aligns with your organization's story and your values um and put the word out there and then weave that into your interview process as mentioned um earlier today too right so those are some ways of really upping your game and putting your brand out there put your story out there Um, you'll be surprised that will people will read your story. They'll read about your brand. They'll read about who you are and will naturally gravitate to you.
0: Right. I love that. The other thing too, uh, Raman, and I think this is an opportunity where are you ready? Because this is not going to last like whatever that new normal is going to look like, you know, um, you know, how we go back to work, how we do different things. But this is not going to last. But, uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, I wish when we come to recruiting, wouldn't it be nice if we could recruit before we need the person, right? Um, because you just have that small window, right? Uh, John John McIntyre, did you want to just ask Raman, did, did we answer what you were kind of ask, uh, asking there? Or is there something else you kind of want to speak to Raman about?
3: Uh, yeah, no, thanks, Raman. I think that answered what I was uh, wondering about. But um, I guess maybe just to add a little bit, um, in, in the travel industry right now, we find ourselves in a position of kind of wondering actually where our fit is, you know? We've got WestJet people on on the, the video conference today. Mm-hmm. WestJet just announced more suspensions in terms of their air traffic, which has big ripple effects for the rest of us. So, you know, our, our spot in the industry right now to me is a little bit schizophrenic, mm-hmm. plus, there's some bad press out there right now for the travel industry, and so you know, um, I guess I'm kind of asking the opposite question of um, how do we, as a corporation, improve our brand when we're kind of fighting these different issues?
1: Kyle.
0: Yeah, I have a couple of things to say. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Go ahead. Okay. So, John, I love what you're saying on that because it is, and just a little bit of what Raman said as well is, it. great cup, by the way, uh, John, Uh, It's piggybacking piggybacking off uh, telling the story. Like, we have to remind people of how good it was. Like, we have to remind people what travel does to people. We have to remind people that it's still going to be something that we're going to explore. That's not going to change. WestJet will fly again. A cruise will be cruising again. How we do those things may be different, but we still want to explore, even for that moment. Like, think about that for a second when we watch movies, when we listen to songs, right? Those things are still in there. Right. And so and I would say even for your industry specifically, now's the time to get on board and learn the product and learn the environment, because oftentimes you don't have that leeway. When we talk about product knowledge, you don't have, you know, oh, my God, the market turned, you know, turn next week, let's hire all these people and then feed them all this product knowledge. But this is the time if they want to position themselves, is now to get on to remind people about what those um, destinations look like. And with your team who've done a lot of familiarization trips, they should be talking about. I would love to see in your industry more videos or uh, blogs that comes back and says, "Oh my God, I remember the first time I went to this place. I remember when I took a cruise here." I'm like even for a moment, if I could get away and escape that mentally from that mindset, just to. Think about it differently. That is where we're going to really plant those seeds or farming. So when you know air travel comes back fully, or as they're going to add it, because that's what's going to happen, they're going to stagger it. Okay, we're going to add this destination. We're going to add this destination. Are you? I would say to yourself, is your business in a position to receive that? And if people are not there, and your people are not actually getting inspired to do those things right now, then I think you're going to fall behind.
2: Raman?
1: I absolutely agree with you, on par.
2: Kyle, if I may, one thing that I'd add to that actually is that this is the time to actually really be exploring expertise in that industry. Use this time for your folks to do, you know, deep and detailed research. And it's not just in the travel industry, this is in any industry that is struggling right now. Do deep and detailed research on this, become an expert in the field, start establishing yourself as an expert by putting content out there every single day. Um, and then and then watch what happens, you know, when this all picks up again.
0: Yeah, because in the question
2: I too, that's kind of interesting is what does it mean to, to virtually travel? You know, cause there's, mm, love that. There, would, there would be an ongoing market for virtual travel, you know, and this could get crazy with virtual reality and all sorts of different things. But what does it mean to virtually travel and what would somebody pay for that to have a kit show up at their door? You know where it's like oh here's your hawaii kit and you get like coconut smelling suntan lotion and you know and pineapples and you know but then you think 20 30 years down what if your kit actually included a tanning bed for a weekend and you know and it's like you got to you know put on a vr helmet and you know kind of relax you know on the beach but you know you're you're sitting in a tanning bed like i i, I don't know like i see I see a big future here with this because I think that virtual travel is going to need to exist and and will likely be quite huge uh, you know it, you know maybe maybe not in the next 5 or 10 years but certainly in the next 20 or 30 so so you know. I
0: mean, and again uh, thinking out you know 5 years 2 years 3 years well, those things could look right and I think when you come back to taking imperfect inspired actions it could be what do you have access to now All your people, either travel agents or even calling out to your customers that have traveled with you and say, hey, we're doing a thing. Send us your videos of these different places and maybe put some of those things together and then remind people. And then they could live to in that moment of, oh, yeah, I mean, they have an event going on right now and you could have it really fun, right? This is a future travel credit that you can put out. This is things that you can say, we'll waive a such and such fee if we pick the best video of a certain place, um, because it allows them to relive that moment when they're looking for the footage and then allows you guys to showcase a lot of those different places that people have been, right? Wouldn't it be great if you were doing, you know, an area and then four, five, fifteen 100 people have the same type of videos what a great way to look at the same place from different perspective right and then to be able to talk about that so i think those are some of the things that maybe you can do in your organization to up it um and again it's any organization like what do you have access to because we're way more resourceful and resilient than we think so hopefully that helps guys thank you so much uh, I believe that is our time um, really if you like I said uh, Raman's contact information is going in the chat room thank you for sticking around to hear this as well we really appreciate you uh, we'll definitely send this information out um, as well and let me know if this is landing for you please let, let us know in the comment box because we do go through those comments as well um, and if there's a specific topic or expert you'd like us to either bring back or to also connect with please leave that there as well because again the idea of this is to really get you to be thinking and also you know pivoting your own mind and then be able to take some action at least for this week right so think about your personal brand Think about what you have access to in your own business when you're you're looking forward to keep your motivation up, um, as well as could be how do you recruit the right person at the right time. So thank you. Have a great week. Uh, take care of yourself. And Raman, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. i um, looking forward to our webinar tomorrow. That should be quite fun as well. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Thanks for
1: having me, Kyle. Take you're care.
0: Welcome. Have a good week.
1: You too. Bye.